Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to episode three of the Moiba podcast, also known as the Mrs. Obama. It's been an honor podcast. And joining me today is three out of the four amigos, Patrick, Jude, and Maxwell. Say hello to everybody, I guess, the world. Hello, everybody. What's going on? So it's three episodes now. Yeah, I'd like to to thank everyone right off the bat, because what have we grossed now, like 12 cents? Uh, we're up to fifteen cents. Dude. Don't, oh my wow. god! Don't, that's don't that's us. three three cents a person. That's crazy. Well, no, I never thought, no, I never thought we'd issue. get to this point. There's an issue. When you use Anchor, it actually uh, when you depo- when you take the money, it takes a twenty five cent fee. So we're actually negative ten cents right now. If you wanted <laughs> well, to collect we're our not, money, we're not actually negative ten cents because we haven't put any investment in other than our blood, sweat, and tears. Well, but... yeah, but no, I'm saying if we wanted to take the money right now, then. There'd be a ten cent fee because oh, and Patrick's gone. Patrick, <laughs> 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 I am. I'm actually at a loss for words. I don't. I don't even know what to do at this point. Wait, can he just rejoin in? He probably can. <laughs> oh my God, Patrick! <laughs> <laughs> he just fell out. It just went. But it was. It was such a soothing sound. He's like, I'm logging off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we shoot it for the, we shoot it for a 10, uh, 10 p.m. Oh, wait. A-G-D oh, cut off. I don't even know what that means. Uh, Patrick's saying, oh, goddamn, cut off. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that's what A-G-D stood for. <laughs> No, no one other than a select few know what that means. Okay, okay, that's good. It's all right. I feel less, uh, a little less stupid now. Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Okay, should we just like end it and start over? Yeah. Yeah, we. Wait we a second. <laughs> I have to take a. I may have to, <laughs> to take a shower. Okay. Oh my god. Well, I guess we're gonna restart, and maybe it'll just be us three. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we should just keep this going because it's just comedic, just okay. pure gold. Okay. Well. <laughs> For anyone who obviously you can't see, Patrick left the whatever I guess the conference call you could call it of this podcast, um, and then said in our Twitter Twitter group chat, AGD just got cut off, standing for ah goddamn, um, and and then he says got to take a shower, gonna need a rain check. Now he I said can't... go to family Christmas tomorrow, <laughs> celebrating Christmas in, on January fifth. Bro, this is I, there's... Patrick on this Russian Orthodox calendar. Over here. <laughs> oh my God, this is I, I, I'm at a loss for words of what could be actually happening right now. Like, okay, I don't, Dang. and then okay, oh, this is one of the most frustrating. Not even I won't even say frustrating. One of the most just awkward situations I've ever been in. Okay, it's not it's not that bad. It's no, not, it's not. I guess. We, we got a we got a solid talking crew going. We're, we're fine. We're good. Oh, gosh. We don't have our Twitter personality, Rom, here, though. Yes, Rom Cadali is somewhere. He tweeted something today that I can't read, or he retweeted slash liked a tweet today that I can't repeat on this podcast. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah, things we can't that, repeat on this day. podcast. Yeah. I can't repeat anything, just about anything off his podcast or off his Twitter. Okay, well, if we're just going to go with us three, we might as well. Um, get into the business now i was kind of going to depend on patrick to talk about the college bowl games coming up because you know that's that's his thing um so i guess we could just talk about other stuff um there's nothing really to talk about bowl games i'll tell you this right now my university has absolutely no future in sport of football (laughs) just nothing (laughs) who did they play again stanford they what was the score like twenty thirteen, I don't. They lost on a fumble. That's all I know. Yeah, I, tu- I turned it off after that. Yeah, yeah I mean, my school, we, we were winning, and I was, I was ready up there. I was shit talking Perry on Twitter. You were, and, then, <laughs> and we lost. We were winning the whole game. <laughs> you were giving Perry the business on uh, Twitter, which is awesome. Might have to bleep that yeah. out, Maxwell. Yeah, Maxwell, you're gonna make <laughs> me go in and edit that. I'm not gonna edit that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're just finding everywhere we, we everywhere we swear and just start bleeping them out yeah. if just, if, just the, if, 
if a podcast could be transformed into a train wreck metaphorically or literally or figuratively, this would be it. Uh, you know, I beg to differ, Dylan. I think well, this is a great well, stuff. Well, here's the problem. Another thing, dude. When before you joined, there was about five minutes where me and Maxwell were just sitting there, kind of talking, just saying one word or two back and forth, and then you would join for a second. We'd be like, "Dude," and then you'd leave, <laughs> and then we both be like, "Oh, dude," and then so that happened for all give or take five or six yeah. minutes. Patrick, technology is just advancing way too quickly for me. I didn't understand how to work this out. Yeah. But- I don't. I don't understand. Like, there's just a lot of complications for something that should be pretty easy. I think the big mistake I made when making this account for the Moiba cast uh, is I linked it. I, I don't even know why. I clicked just sign with Facebook because I was lazy. So now, like, my Facebook is linked to it, and like, this is like, I, I, it's just really annoying. I had to basically. I'm trying to unlink it without losing all 15 cents of our revenue. So. Nice. So Grandma Bush is up with the yeah up to Grandma, date with the Moiba with the Moiba cast. Yeah. And Mrs. Menzies. That's great. Please find me on Facebook. <laughs> I will never forget when she pulled me up during during a test and started questioning me about Moses. Yeah, that's that that'll never be topped by any teacher, professor I have for the entirety of the rest of my life. Just hold on. What I, think a you gotta, I think you gotta explain that story a little more. <laughs> I was I was just seventh grade American history, right? And yeah. It's taking my test and she calls me up during the middle of it. I'm like, Oh crap, I'm probably in trouble, did something. She's like, You're she's like, You're Muslim, right? I'm like, Yeah. She's like, Tell me what you know about Moses <laughs> <laughs> And I said, well, I said, I don't really know much. I'm gonna be completely honest with you, Miss Menzi. She's like start, she just gave me a lesson on Moses and then sent me back and I finished my test. Yeah. Dang. I felt like, uh, you know, all of, if I wouldn't have had Miss Menzi in eighth grade, that jump from eighth grade, middle school to high school would have been a lot harder. She, she kind of gives you a reality check on what, what, how hard work's going to be and how tough school's going to be. Like she was not afraid to give you hard work. Oh yeah, for sure. No, definitely. I, I loved her as a teacher. Oh yeah. That one, that one moment was just very off-putting. Yeah. Um, I, I'm still at a loss of what just happened with the whole joining and leaving of this recording, but we're going to keep it going because that's what the people want to hear. Uh, we're what, 10 here. minutes strong now? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're 15 up to 14 minutes, minutes in, here. and yeah, anyone we're... who's interested has already clicked off. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much I promote this on Twitter, no one's going to get past the 15-minute mark. And if you do, send me a tweet saying, I got past the 15 minute mark with no other yeah, context. We got to include a like a passphrase at the end of the podcast for the select people who actually get there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And if they comment, if they comment that phrase, they get 15 percent off our new merch line dropping next week. Maybe we're at a, at a random point, so they can't just skip to the end. Yeah, yeah. So like, also, I got a 50 dollar gift card from one of my uncles, uh, and what I could do is basically like read off the number on the back of it or like the code. And anyone who's lucky enough to listen could get it. I'm just kidding. I need to buy some stuff. You're not getting anything. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think that's worth it at this point. Yeah, it's got to no. be, be a 15 cent giveaway. <laughs> yeah. What we're going to do we gotta for break all of our loyal people, we're going to give away our 15 cent revenue that we've made so far. If you want, if you want 15 cents, just stay tuned for your special pass key. Yeah. All right. Um, so I guess we could talk about one of our topics that I think we could all relate to. Um, and Jude, apparently I stole your tweet from this idea, but I'm not even going to get into that. We're going to talk about Apple and oh my God. how Apple has taken over everything in our lives. Um, whether it be memes, uh, <clears throat> people on the subway, people on buses, I don't know, advertising. You can, and I'm going to let you start it off, Jude, since you have the tweet. Uh, you know, I, I use, I used to hate being associated with that, like Apple hierarchy culture. Yep. I'm going to say right now, I absolutely love it now. It's just, it's, it's, it's refreshing. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I wouldn't say it's quite cult like, but it's, oh, it's, it's getting there. It's It's definitely getting there. This Uh, is like a worldwide cult and I couldn't be proud to be a part of it. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the big, the big meme I like right now. The meme of the moment is those memes where it's like 
oh my gosh, I can't stand having to walk my dog. And then, like, the dog's in the tiny left corner of the picture, and the rest of the picture has AirPods, <laughs> Apple Watch. Yeah, bro, I just put something yeah. on my story about that. I just know <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, go. <laughs> it's like the ultimate flex. Oh, those flex tweets. So for any, anyone who has me on Snapchat is listening to this. I mean, there's literally, like, three people Those flex right tweets now, but... are fantastic. But yeah, the one, it's I, like... It's like a text right. from your mom. Where do I get your switch? Bank account thirty three thousand dollars. Percent battery. Like, uh, oh no, I can't. It's ten o'clock already. I went to the upgrade to first class uh, screen in my in the Delta app, and because uh, I'm I'm flying home from winter break, and I didn't actually buy a first class upgrade, but I made it look like I was in first class, <laughs> and then I and then I opened the AirPods, and then I took a screenshot, and then the cashier was like. Haha, I can't believe it's already after 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. With like an emoji. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are so funny. Apple has kind of created this thing now where it's like the price is like something that you think about after. Like if I, if someone was like, Dylan, you have to go buy a Microsoft computer. I bet you the very first thing I'm doing is looking at the price. Like when it comes to yeah, Apple. Yeah, you're saying like $1,000 for this. Do I really want it or not? <laughs> yeah. And then when you're looking at Apple, you're like, it's the new thing. Do I want the new thing? Yeah, probably. I'm going to get it. Yeah, I don't. And then you just do. How do people afford the new iPhone? Like, people, like, there are people, like, the iPhone stands that get new, uh, the new iPhone every year. And it's like, dude, I barely get one every two years, you know? Yeah, it's that, like, leasing your yeah. phone thing that these <clears throat> cellular companies do now. Well, I remember when I had my first iPhone, what they did was, you pay, you get like the iPhone for a discount price, so like it's a thousand dollars, but you get it for like two fifty. But then you pay some of it off, and you also pay towards like your cellular bill. And then now what yeah. they do is like you just pay it over however long your term is. So like yeah, exactly, it's like thirty bucks a month or forty bucks a month for your phone on top of your service. Yeah. So it's it gets it definitely gets yeah. expensive. Yeah, you end up paying like, cause like I'm pretty sure they put interest on that too. Oh yeah. So you end you end up paying like two, three hundred dollars more than the phone actually is worth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no way they don't make a prop. Like, I mean, obviously they're making a profit on a thousand dollar phone, but like you're basically renting the phone, so the company will have to make money one way or another. Yeah, it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah. All these stands get I, new phones every year. Yeah, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I always see the Apple commercials and. Like, as soon as the commercial starts, I know it's an Apple commercial. Yep. It's not trying to be, like, cheesy or corny or make jokes. Like, it's just, like, a kind of far out there. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, a Microsoft it, it, commercial It's comes intricate. On. Intricate. Yeah. Yeah. It's simple. Like, a Microsoft commercial, they just, like, try to shove it down your throat that, like, oh, check out the new Surface Pro. Check out the new Surface Pro. Look at this random yeah. celebrity. And they, check out their the new Surface so weird. Like, the Salmon Sisters commercial, like nobody knows what that is and what they're selling yeah. until the very end. Like... Oh, you still oh. there, Max? Oh, oh no. See, this is why you. This is why you use Apple products. This right here. Yeah. Also, when Max, <laughs> when Max sent me that uh, his number and it wasn't like from our area code, I was starting to think he was trying to play a prank on me. <laughs> but I trusted it anyway. Oh boy, that was a good I discussion think... right there. Gosh darn it! Yeah, what's going on? Ah, uh-huh, there he oh, is. Oh, okay, we're back. All right, <laughs> yeah. so let's dive right, back, right back into it. For some reason, you cut you cut out again. Yeah, um, for some reason, my like head, my like, earbuds, it like started playing half in the earbuds and half out of the speakers with like static all over it. And I'm like, what is going on? So I just yeah, that wouldn't happen. If, that wouldn't happen if you had an iPhone Max and AirPods, which I'm which I'm wearing right now. Oh, okay. you are. See, I did my yeah. I did a test the other day. Uh, I was like, what headphones are the best for this? So I recorded my podcast with Cooper with my studio beats, and um, I bought those. And then I had the power beats from a couple of years ago. I used those, and both sounded like just absolute garbage. Like I apologize. Like like Cooper's Cooper. I think Cooper just either used the headphones from the Apple gave him when you get the phone, or just like the speaker on your phone. And like both of them sound exponentially better than Beats do, which surprises me because Beats is like basically Apple now. You're gonna have to mug Dr. Dre. Yeah, 
back compared to th- those headphones are I love just like how nice they look, but those headphones are some of the most overrated tech of all time. Oh my god. Yeah. Like no they cost like a fraction of the competitor ones, but then they the price is so high because they hype them up and they get all these like celebrities to promote them, so they have to pay so much for the advertising. Yeah, and I, I speak from I speak from experience. Any middle schooler who's just wanting willing to do anything for clout will buy them. Oh, so yeah. they have a market. They have yeah. a market no matter what. With them on their neck, just in class in the hall, beats around the neck. They think they're cool with that. Yeah. Um, Dang, AirPods really are the Beats solos. Oh yeah, the AirPod school. generation. That's what they are now. I, so there's always like this phenomenon you see, especially with like new things like gaming device, like gaming devices. Like so, like. The Xbox One came out in 2013, and that first year it came out, it didn't really sell as much because it was so expensive. And then you give it like one Christmas, and everyone has it. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened. I feel like the, the AirPods. Yeah, I feel like that's exactly what happened. Here. And it's like you know that's probably just a little bit too much. And then the next Christmas comes around, you're like, I don't know what to ask for. Oh, AirPods, duh! And now you exactly. have AirPods. Yeah, I had AirPods before they were cool. I just like to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> and you and you just flex on Snapchat for them with exactly. them. So I can't wait for so many people to swipe up and just be mad, just <laughs> out of their mind. And I'm just gonna have to explain to them that it's a joke, and they have to relax. I might, I might, I might take the screenshot and put it on Twitter. Who knows? You, you know what? You should do it for the Mo- for the Moiba people. And I you will. gotta screenshot the four funniest conversations you have out of that. Oh, that's true. That's also a big. I'm, okay, I'm not that popular. Four is asking a lot. Maybe I'll um, even do it to give you some more clout. Ooh. Yeah, well, but you can black out my name so it makes it seem like I'm not the one texting you. Oh yeah, just a confidentiality like agreement. Just black everyone's name out. <laughs> I still yeah. have the SoundCloud rappers. I have like three SoundCloud rappers on my Snapchat, and every time someone compliments them, they always black out the name. And they're like, "Thanks, homie. Always appreciating it for the grind." Yeah, it's probably themselves on a oh, burner. Yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> yeah. a different account. Hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I, I respect it. I, I, you chase the clout, but I, I respect it. Yeah, yeah you gotta, I think Steve Jobs and Bill Gates got so, so rich. Clout chasing. Exactly. <laughs> I was reading something about Apple since we're on the topic before we move on that I found interesting. It's like a theory of like planned obsolescence, which means yeah. every product every product that they release – is meant to destroy and like make the product beforehand like obscure and like no longer like needed like obsolete obsolescence that's what it is yeah of course if we're like the release of the iphone was to destroy the use of the laptop and then the apple watch was to destroy the use of the cell phone yeah i want to talk about um that's like that's what they were doing with those batteries on the old phones where they made them like where they made the battery like mess up your phone and then they got caught and had to apologize for it. And I honestly think that's blown out of proportion. I don't think that's what they were trying to do necessarily. Because, like, it did. Like, they throttled the usage to save battery. I feel like, – I don't think it was, like, meant to go get you a new phone. Like, obviously, in the end, you'd have to get one because it became so slow. But I don't think that was, like, the intention. No, I think you're right, too. I yeah, think... like, there's, there's definitely, like, hardware issues with that. But, then, like – um. Just the fact that they that they have to release a new phone every year, and then like their whole business model is based on making you go out and buy it every year. So, um, exactly. they, like they're kind of going against their own interest if they make it more durable than it needs to be. Exactly. Yeah, I want to talk about um, how Apple uh, utilizes ports and new cords to uh, kind of like move on the generations and like promote kind of this universal apple so it starts off with the the thick charger from like yeah, really 2007 2000 to 2012 ish when it was like that kind of like a, um it was like a rectangle it was kind yeah, of it was like an, it was like really an wide. yeah it's the, it the 30 pin yeah connector. and then yeah. so and it has the aux <laughs> cord and then all of a sudden it goes to the uh, lightning cable the lightning port yep and lightning port and you still have you still have the headphone jack, and then they get rid of the headphone jack. And this is the funniest thing. It's like Apple has gotten to the point to where, like, they don't have to adapt to the market. They can change the market themselves. Yeah, so, they shift it single-handed. So they what, are happens the is, what happens is you get people that are like, oh, I'm never going to – No, I'm, I'm so ticked, man. I want, the, I want the audio port so I can plug in my headphones. 
I'm never going to move on to the Bluetooth. And those people just get left in the past. You know, people are willing to move on and people love Apple so much that they're just like, you know what? Yeah, I don't want to have a wire on my headphones. I want to have wireless headphones now. And this kind of promotes the industry of Bluetooth now. And now you have the new Macs that don't have any of the ports. Like I have a 2015 Mac. I got an HDMI. I got a lot of USBs. I got some other stuff too. Now you have to buy an adapter just to get yeah. HDMI plugged in. I, I only have I have the two port one, and it's two Thunderbolt, and I have to I have like seventeen attachments. Yeah, it's, and it, it sucks, but honestly, like it's future proof almost in a way. Yeah, so yeah. you know these these Mac computers last forever. Oh yeah, my battery. Oh yeah, no, my, my battery's kind of bad. Mac. You can go like there's one here. I don't even know what they're for, but the computer works really well. So yeah. I mean, and and they are so they're expensive, definitely expensive. But like, even last year when I'd use my MacBook in school instead of like a Chromebook, yeah, the price difference is a lot. But like, just the overall benefit of being able to use a MacBook was like a lot better because like, especially on things like timed exams and stuff, like people were really having to rush against time to finish it, and they have like slow clicking and just like unresponsive things and like my macbook i was done way faster oh yeah yeah for sure like the macbook for years has been just setting the standard and then like you can't really go out and find something better unless you're looking at like the gaming computers with the insane like processing power but then you're getting into something super chunky and the mac just gives you this like sleek design that's very true I wanted to get a like a like kind of like a desktop computer because like a powerful desktop so I could live stream and do podcasts and stuff. But those things after I looked up like the price on them, I realized uh, we'll not be doing any live streaming in the in the future. You get you know those uh, like gaming uh, setups where like they have like a whole like gyro yeah. that they sit in. Yeah, and, like they play like racing games and stuff. You gotta get one of those and record podcasts. Oh, that'd be awesome! Mm-hmm. Like just, just to record podcasts, you're just like spinning yeah. in real time. Yeah, it's like oh man, you have a whole, you have like seven monitors. You got three Xboxes, a PlayStation. Uh, you got three different computers with eight external hard drives. What do you use it for? <laughs> podcasts. Bro, yeah. that's exactly how the kids in co- like. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but like kids in college like aren't. Like they do the same thing. Like you'll see the people in like chem lecture, yeah, and they have like the seventy-two like gigabyte RAM, just solely RAM, like thirteen-inch thick laptop by Razer or whatever. And they're like, "Yeah, I'm, I can draw my notes on this thing." Yeah. Like, yeah, That's so it dumb. also weighs four hundred pounds. I think yeah. Apple. I think Apple also knew when and when not to adapt to the changes going back to the Apple idea, like Microsoft and the Surface were really, really like, oh, you can draw on this. And it's like, do I want to draw on this? Like, I have never, like, held an iPad or held my phone or held my watch for even that matter. I'm like, oh, I want to draw something or draw my notes. Like, that's just not something I'm interested in doing. And the touch screen, I will say, the touch screen kind of makes it not as nice and a little bit, little bit cheap for my, from, for me, it seems a little cheaper. Yeah, for me, touch screen on a laptop really seems like it's like um, it's not really a necessary feature. Like, if I want to, like, and the laptops where you can like tilt the screen the whole like 180 degrees. Like, if I want to like play games, I'll just go on my phone or something. If I want a computer, I've got that for that, and I don't need the touch screen for that. So it seems kind of superfluous on on that account. Going back to what Dylan said about drawing though, and like drawing your notes out, that's when Apple stepped in and made the Apple Pencil for the iPad. I just saw commercials for that. And yeah, my honestly, Carmella, honestly, the because teacher, always you did his notes on Apple Pencil and iPad. God, yeah, that's, that's exactly the thing because like, I didn't. I was just like Dylan. I was like, I don't want to draw my notes. Like, it's much easier just to write them in a notebook. But then the Apple Pencil dropped, and then the Apple Pencil two dropped, and so the one became a lot cheaper. I'm like, all right, I'll just buy it for my iPad. And that's all. That's how I take notes now. And I got the thing for like seventy five bucks. It was seventy five dollars yeah. for the pencil. Yeah, bro. It was yeah, like this no, crazy I, Black Friday deal, and I got yeah, it for seventy-five dollars. How much was it? On, how much is it normally? Like one fifty. That's okay. Isn't it just a touch? Like, isn't it just a stencil? 
Like what? No, you... bro. It's 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 a it's a magic wand. I am Harry Potter with that thing in my hand. And that's what I'm also talking. I want to talk about this too with Apple. When they get in on a, on an idea, they go full in on it. Like like example, prime example, this Apple pencil you're talking about. Like I don't really know much about it, but like you said, it's got a lot of capabilities. And because like it's just better than like the stencil draw, not the stencil, the pencil drawing material thing that they use for Microsoft or for anything. I don't want to pick it on Microsoft a lot of this video, but I don't care. <laughs> Screw I, Microsoft. Just, we are Microsoft haters. Yeah. Like, like, it's just like, like they implement touchscreen and it's like, okay, that's it. Apple implements touchscreen and they use an Apple pencil that you use. And guess what? The best way to reach full potential with the, with the, the drawing is you have to use our product and they make you double down on their products to get the best usage. And it kind of just like makes them overall, like more universal and it create, it really establishes that cult. Like we talked about earlier. Where it's like, you want to use this that yeah. product? Well, you might need this one, too. And, like, yeah, that's like, the thing. Like, they perfect the technology. So, like, even though you're spending a lot and you're like, oh, dang, Apple's taking my money. Like, you're satisfied as a consumer. Oh, like, yeah. You'll still go Cause back. Because, like, connecting with the consumer is what, like, really sets Apple apart from Microsoft. Because it's not like Apple's engineers are a lot smarter than Microsoft's. It's that Apple, like, actually makes products that people like to use. So like even if Microsoft can have a more advanced technology, you don't like using it because Apple's technology is just like tailored to a person way better. And like Steve Jobs probably understands people a lot better than whatever like Bill Gates or whoever's running Microsoft because they're just like releasing stuff at like all the wrong times. And Steve Jobs would just put something out and get everyone on it and they all liked it. Even if he's doing like literally the same level of technology. You know, I'm kind of surprised that uh, Apple hasn't really gotten into gaming at all. I feel like they definitely could, if they really, really wanted to, could make a nice gaming console. Like, I, maybe I not. feel like their 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 demographic though isn't the gamer type. It's not, you know. And that's another point that comes up with the difference of Apple and Microsoft. Apple is the iPhone is so easy to use if you've never used one before. Like it's not very complicated, and like I'll tell you what I use a I use my cell phone a ton, and like if someone showed me their Android or their Samsung, like like it it is a, it is an adjustment. It's definitely an adjustment. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, when, when you get people like arguing about what's better, like the people who use iPhone would be like, I love like the setup, like the home button, and then with everything that's useful. The people who are like arguing for Microsoft, they're like, oh my RAM is way stronger than yours. They're like. I have a lot better processing power. And so the that, demographic, like, that is so true. into the gamers, that's where Microsoft really excels. And, like, regular people who don't really even, like, understand what they're, like, getting the superiority of, they're going for Apple. It's the more aspirational product. Yeah. My mom, yeah. I had to try to make my mom finally switch from Samsung to iPhone. And I finally got to convince her that... I would text her more and it's easier to text through iPhone to iPhone. And that was her big thing. <laughs> Cause she said, I'm a bad responder. So I had to work on that skill. And finally I, she got one. And of course I am better. Sending stuff to her <laughs> Samsung was so infuriating. It was like, I'm in a one place. I got a place with one bar, but I have three bars of internet. And it's like, dude, I could just send you one via internet so much easier. Yeah. Like Slate? that's how I talk to like Maxwell and Karen, for example. I don't I don't text them. No, yeah, it's Twitter. It's Twitter solely Snapchat. Exactly, yeah. Um so then I think the next step with Apple uh is I think it's at a point where it's like everything it's it's got to a point where it's like they release something new and they've created this buyer trust, consumer trust with products and how well they perform that they can just literally raise the price as much as they want as evidence with these new iPhones that are like a thousand a piece. And also any new technology that comes out, they don't even have to really advertise for it. And people are on board with it. Yeah, they just got to let you know the new one's out and a certain number of people are going to buy it automatically. Yeah. Like, like they could release I, like they could release a phone that's just like a toy and there's nothing inside and say it's that. And they'd get a huge number of sales before people even realize what it was going on. Yeah, I I like the I saw a, I saw a thing on I don't even know where I saw it once and it was like uh 
you know, you see all these commercials nonstop for like Toyotas and Fords and Chevys and, but you only see commercials for like higher end cars. Rarely it's because like they already have a standard of being high and they don't need advertising and like nonstop shoving it down your throat to tell you that like, all yeah, these like, commercials for Ford are yeah, like, like you're this, really this car racing. won JD Buyer of the Year award, and this award won this, and then and, and it's like Mercedes doesn't have to tell you that. Maybe Mercedes does it a little bit during Christmas time, but like Lamborghini doesn't have to tell you that, and all these companies I mean, don't like, need to tell you that. If you come into a good amount of money, you're going for that aspirational product. But if you're just trying to say, hmm, I need a normal car, then that's where the other cars have to actually compete to get your dollars. Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree with that. Um, I want to talk to you guys about the iPad cause I guess we're just going to make this an Apple episode because, uh, the sports aspect of Patrick that he brings is not here. Call I mean, I, we, we know sports, but not the way Patrick knows sports. So, um, I want to talk about how I feel like the iPad kind of has fallen off a little bit. Maybe I'm wrong, but I remember a time where it was like people were in love with the iPad and I'd say that was about five or six years ago, 2013, 2012 range. And the no, iPad was I awesome. Had the iPad one. Yeah. I had the iPad one and then it like broke eventually and I'd never felt the need to replace it because I had the phone and I had the laptop and they fulfilled both of the, uh, what the iPad was really able to do. Yeah, exactly. That goes back to that planned obsolescence thing. Like they wanted you to stop using the iPad because guess what? Now you have, I'm assuming you have the top of the line phone by them, don't you? Well, Pat. Well, he doesn't, but yeah, that's that's their kind of their goal. And exactly, I saw the, the commercial for a new iPad, and it looked like it literally looks like the Surface Pro, in my opinion. Like, yeah, like it's gone to iPad Pro and iPad Air. It's just at this point, it's a MacBook without the uh, keyboard attached, and then you can buy the attached keyboard as well. So it's yeah. basically a MacBook now. Yep. So now they're not goes back right to that theory that now they're out. They're just yeah. trying to out with the MacBook. So yeah, I still like, don't think I. I still personally don't think. Like when the iPad Sorry. came out, people were saying like, "Oh, why would anyone need a tablet computer? Like, what is this blasphemy? There's no reason to get that." And I feel like um, Apple hyped it up. People were like, "Okay, I'll go along with it because it's Apple." And after a while, um, they've just like gone back to saying well, what's the point of having this kind of a product? So they're just like getting off the iPad and getting back to what they were going before. I still don't think the iPad is capable of replacing a computer, though. Not not yet. Not, no. They, they've gotten to the point now with that new commercial where it's like they are not quite as a computer for a laptop as the Surface Pro is. A lot more tablet than the Pro, Surface Pro is. Right. But like Think about this. You put a random family into Best Buy, and they're like, "We want an i, we want an, uh, a tablet computer for our family. We already have a computer. Everybody's got phones, regardless of what brand they are." Then you're like, "Well, what do you want? If you have no preference, and you see the iPad and you see the Surface Pro, if you have no prior knowledge, no other assumptions, no tie-ins with any other companies, you're probably gonna lean towards the Surface Pro." Because it's just more of a tab, more of a computer, and less of a tablet. And there's a lot more you can do, I'd say, like more business-wise. But like, if you already have those connections with Apple, then there's no doubt about it, you're just going to get the iPad. Exactly. And they have exactly. all the iCloud and the i everything basically, and it just like links everything together, and it kind of gives this like connectivity between all their devices. Yeah, it's an ecosystem. Yeah, like Apple's you... is so good. Like, like speaking from like when I was trying to get a new Android phone, I didn't even like understand what all the different brands are like Nexus, LG. I don't even know what's the difference between them. I just want to get a phone that I know how to use. But with Apple, Apple users, they're only looking at Apple. Like, there's no, there's nothing anywhere close to that in their mind. No, not at all. Um, it's it... crazy that one company has just like monopolized our culture. Like yeah. they own American, not even American culture anymore. Just like worldwide, well, you, you say, speak the language of Apple. Like everyone say, knows what you're talking about. I went to Costa Rica and I noticed everybody had smartphones there, but no one had iPhones. And they said it's literally just too expensive. Like I'm not saying 
for the record, I'm not saying every single person in Costa Rica doesn't have the money to get an iPhone because plenty of Costa Ricans have iPhones. And this is the same for around the world. But in areas where it's not as wealthy as the United States is, or even just not areas where it's not as wealthy as suburbs or certain areas in the United States, like Samsung is like really very much the dominant phone company because it's cheaper. Yeah. And that's why that's why they're still around, I feel like. Yeah. And it's like I don't think they're competitors technologically. No, not they're, at all. And you yeah, see they're filling different niches. Yeah, you see, there's all it's as sad as to say, there's like almost a societal higher culture, higher I'm better than you with the iPhone and with the oh, everything. Yeah. And this gets and this really I'm glad this I said this. This ties back to that first thing with the flexing on people with your eye stuff. <laughs> Like, as much as that it's a joke, people actually do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I joke around with it. Like, yeah, of course. Like, 100%. But, like, it actually, like, people will actually do it. Yeah. And honestly, I think yeah. it's kind of funny. Me but... too. <laughs> yeah, like, at this point, it's like, if you're going to pull up in your red Ferrari, or are you going to put on your AirPods and walk around? Yeah. Or pull like, up in your Ferrari with your AirPods in. <laughs> That's another level altogether. I saw a post, and this guy had a like a charging station with a had the Apple Watch, the iPhone, uh, the AirPod chargers, all in this one stand. And I was like, "That's the craziest thing I've ever seen." And it's to the point where that stand was so cool that I was like, "I just want a pair of AirPods." So I, I think I'm gonna curate them. my next Instagram post to include my AirPods somehow. Yeah, please make sure you they do. That'd be awesome. I'll, I'll try. Once I get back, you know, to the city. Now let me ask you. AirPods versus the normal earbuds that come with the iPhone. What's the big difference? Obviously the cord, but what's the big difference audio-wise for you? Um, so you take one of them out, it pauses it. Oh, it pauses your music. It's it can tell when it's in your ear. Yep, that's crazy. Um, it what else? Once you put them in your ear directly, they'll start playing automatically from where you picked up. So like if I was to play a Moiva podcast, for example. <laughs> And and I, I took a break at 29 minutes, uh, and I took them out. But I hadn't played anything in the intermittent time between that. I just would have put them back in, and it's four hours later, and they, it would play from 29 minutes. The more the podcast. I'm so happy you plugged our own podcast mid podcast. That's awesome, bro. I'm telling you, if I had the means, I would be a grade A influencer. This is just a stepping stone to that. I need a brand deal. You do. You think. Well, let's just we can. I guess we can end the Apple discussion. Maybe not. We can keep it going. But let's talk about like sponsors that we could have, like realistically for our like for our podcast. Like, who realistically do you think if we approach them, uh, it could be as big as company as you want it or as small as you want it, and they'd be on board for it. I feel like Audible sponsors everything in sight. Like, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, Audible. Anything whatsoever, Audible will sponsor. Yeah, I feel like that's a good stepping. I feel like that's a good first step. We should try to get Audible. You know who else us. literally will advertise anything for money? Shaq. Shaq. Oh, it's like Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal will Shaq. do any commercial for anything. I saw a tweet once, and it was like, "I bet you Shaquille O'Neal would advertise and support genocide as long as he got paid." Oh my god. <laughs> And I was like, you know what? That's not, yeah, that's not too far from what I believe. Dang. This man does general commercials. Gold Bond. Icy Hot. These are companies that don't deserve Shaq. That easily get him just for having money. Shaq, if you're listening to this, we would love to have you on the Moiba team. Yeah. We'd even change the title. We could actually keep it the same. It'd be Mr. O'Neill. It's been an honor. It's still more. <laughs> and, and in that case, it really would. Oh my God, it would be. Dang. <laughs> on, if we ever, if we keep this going through April Fools, on April Fools, we should definitely say, Mr. O'Neill, it's been an honor. <laughs> to start off. A, see, this is a joke only the people that have been listening to 41 Minutes would, would be into. Yeah, 46, one person right? out there, you, you, you've got something to look forward to. Well, let's drop our let's drop our like password here. Yeah. You know. Okay, here's just, the thing here. that I want you to tweet at me. Uh tweet at me. Uh Cheez-Its are good. But spell Jesus. spell it like spell the way Cheez-Its spelled and then put the letter R and then put G U D. 
and then nah, you, or then you got to say this cheese it has matured and it's ready to be baked. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. You don't know I'm, my reference is the commercials. Whatever, oh, it is? bad joke. Oh, never man. mind. Never mind. If no, anyone, no, I don't listen. Nah, listen ever since I've been good. home from college, uh, we can talk about that too. Ever since I've been home from college, I have been so absolutely lazy. I tried. I tried to get a job at a local sports place called Dunham's. And I said I'd be a seasonal worker, and they were trying to tell me I needed to work three weekends a month. And I was like, that's not seasonal, so I'm not in. <laughs> and so after that, I decided, um, you know what? I gave her all I got, and that's about it. So I've been watching Amen. a lot of TV, watching shows that I'd never normally watch. Dr. Pimple, Dr. Pimple Popper has been one of my favorites of lately. Impractical uh, sure. Jokers, uh, American Pickers. Just about anything on the History Channel, whether it be Pawn Stars or any Oops, of those car bad. mechanic so- shop like uh, shows, I don't even like cars, but I just ended up watching those. I don't yeah. even know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> this, is, this is more of like a therapy session for you. It is. <laughs> it's alright. It's alright. I've been going through a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've been there. I would. I would go days like I would be waking up at like ten, staying in bed. For like another two, like two hours, I would get down to eat breakfast. It'd be like one. I'd be pulling a Kieran every day, and then <laughs> just in the past two days, have I been getting up like before eleven? So yeah, I, is... I woke up at one p.m. today. You did? Yeah, like I physically woke up, and I didn't even go to bed that way. I went to bed at like one in the morning. So this is what I happened. slept twelve hours. So, um, Dan, I know you're listening to these, so you'll be in one of the stories finally. So. Uh, I went to Dan's house like a couple days after the, my break started. And at that point, I had been going to bed at 11, waking up at about 9, 9.30. Had a good thing going. Went to dance and for like three straight nights, didn't go to bed till like 2. Came back and that was about December, I'd say, 20th. And ever since then, I have not fallen asleep before like 3. And it's not by choice at this point. Like naturally, my body refuses. My circadian rhythm has been thrown off. Ooh. Yeah, once you wake up, you can't go to sleep early. Yeah. And my parents parents went from asking me, uh, how was your day, to have you done anything today? (laughs) And at that point, (laughs) I realized I haven't done anything. Yeah. Been going to the YMCA, getting my shots up. You know what? You're going to – honestly, you'd be going to the league if you didn't have to go to college. Uh, Yeah, basically, I'm already declaring for the draft. Honestly, Good. like, why? I don't. I should just like declare for the draft and see what happens. Like, you know, can anyone just do that? I don't know. I I wonder if there's a fee you have to pay or something. Honestly, if you, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Drop your hoop mixtape. Yep. Right. Put it on your Twitter. Pin tweet it. We'll okay. plug it on the podcast. Declare for the draft. We'll all pitch in. Okay. You know, put put a GoFundMe up if there's a fee. And then you end up going to the Pistons, your hometown team. Oh, gosh. And then you win, like, four straight championships. Yeah, I don't think that ever happened the way the Pistons are looking now. They need a lot more help than me. <laughs> I mean, you are the help. You're, you're the yeah. savior of the Pistons franchise. Am I the Messiah exactly. of the Pistons? <laughs> you are. You you're, are Muhammad. coming down. Jude knows all about it. Oh, yep. But a part to see. That was Moses, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, you should. Did you tell Miss Menzi that? Well, well, yeah. I told her. That I knew. I knew about the C parting, but that's pretty much it. I felt like I, I didn't have a comprehensive knowledge bubble on the subject of Moses and what oh, he did. Yeah. But well, here's the other thing too. They always, whenever you talk about those stories, they just give them one name, and like all the names kind of get mixed up for me. Like, like there's just too many like generic names in the Bible. That's yeah, because every like generic name now comes from the Bible, so that every name in the Bible, you probably know multiple people who have it. Yeah, like it's like, oh, you don't remember Matthew from the Bible, and it's like, uh, no. <laughs> Come on, what about Tom? You know, Richard, all of them. Yeah, John. You know, we got Jehovah. Yeah, you know, Donald, you know Donald Glover. His parents were Jehovah Witnesses. Yeah. I found that out the other day. He's so cool in just yeah. every aspect of his life. Even his parents are yeah. cool. Dude, I feel like Donald Glover is one of those people where 
if we came up with something so obscure like him being on our podcast, like he'd actually do it. We should spam him. Uh, Kira, Ram Kadali, out of all of us, would be yeah. the most. He would be like, wait, who's this dude whose Twitter's name is haven't took a shower all year? <laughs> you know what? Let's see what his DM says. Oh, join the podcast? Sure. Yeah, I'm down. Like, I always think that, like, all those, like, obscure celebrities, like the Frank Oceans of the world, too, like, if you just ask them to do such a random thing, they'd eventually just be like, you know what? That'd be good for me. We should all, like, we should, like, curate a list of those, like, yeah. obscure celebrities and then just spam them our, our anchor link, see yeah. if they promote our podcast. That's the other thing. If you also have, uh, if you also say something about the Cheez-Its and then also recommend someone that would be obscure enough to be on our podcast, that's also another thing you could do to help us out. Yep. Yeah, we got to get people to spam a certain celebrity as the passcode next time. That should be, awesome. be interesting. I've been uh, so. For all of you who don't know, I'm a huge Star Wars guy, um, and the Star Wars actor that plays Darth Maul has like a, like like ten thousand followers on Twitter. Not super duper famous, and I've been spamming him with tweets all the time, and he responds to people all the time, and he never responds to me. And I'm kind of mad. Dang. Yeah, I I tweeted at uh, Scott Rogowski from HQ when. When that was still like a big thing, he actually re- replied to my tweet. No, he didn't. Shut up. No, yeah, he did. That's awesome. It was like the beginning of college, and then since I went to the Central Time Zone, I'd miss his game every day. So I tweeted at him about it. I was like, "Yeah, I've missed the game every day since moving." He's like, and he tweeted back, "Get it together." Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. That man is. I I I have a love hate relationship with Scott Rogowski. I don't really like him, but he's too handsome not to. No, I absolutely hate him. Uh, Dan was <laughs> like, oh, that was at Dan's house again. What's up, Dan? But I was like, he's like, oh, everybody, everybody, shh, HQ starting. And so it's a SpongeBob one, so he thinks we're going to get it. So this man, Scott, whatever, uh, talks for like literally 18 minutes straight before it starts, muting whatever good was on the TV. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. I don't yeah. care at all to hear about what you have to say in your yeah. 5,000 terrible puns. He's an old chatterbox, the old lad. Yeah, I have no idea how, how he's like uh, creating all of those puns just in his mind. Yeah. Like, insane. He's a genius, that's why. Like he knows song... every reference in the world. So yeah. do, you, do you think someone could make a realistic living off of like winning those every single week? No, I don't know I've, I've won. I've won HQ win, twice. Like ten cents. Oh, uh, yeah. Does it get sent to your it splits the prize. It splits the prize between all the winners. It's gonna be like a five thousand dollar prize, and there'll be like seventeen thousand winners. Oh, so you end- yeah. So basically, I've, you don't get anything. Yeah, so, I've won HQ twice. And so each time, I've gotten like ten cents and then like twelve cents. So basically, you've made the same amount of money from HQ as you have from the Moiba podcast. Yep, basically. Okay. Um, well, I just noticed we're about 55 minutes in. Probably going to get cut down to about 50 minutes once I get finished editing the first part out. Um, it says 50 on it. mine. So I, yeah. I think it's around like a 47 minute. Yeah. We could wrap it up if you guys wanted to. Uh, we could do an outlandish claim, maybe. Outlandish claim? Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll give you one. I'm getting a 4.0 this semester in college. Woo! There you go, Jude. I sit. All right. Here's my outlandish claim. Tomatoes are vegetables. I don't care what you say. There's a Supreme Court ruling that says they're vegetables from like 1800. So, screw you, science. Science in the 1800s was far inferior to what it is now. That should be that should be the subject of our next podcast. Like, yeah, honestly. Scientific. What is a fruit and what isn't? We could just go down the list. I, I'm telling you, we are. We do talk about sports here. But we are technically a society and culture podcast. That's true. That's what we're categorized as. Cause yeah. Because we, we talk about everything. We just had a whole episode about Apple. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what? For my outlandish claim, I think, I think we've hit peak Apple or will hit peak Apple in the next few years. Like not, no, I'm not saying no – I'm saying it's going to stop going up and it's going to either like plateau or go down just slightly. Like we got their sales numbers in. They're like they were down sales this uh, last quarter last year, 
And so eventually they're going to run out of like new people who are going to buy the iPhone every year. So like they're going to be stuck with the same number of people. Maybe some people drop out, but I don't think they can keep growing forever. And I think it's close that we get to the very peak. I don't want to extend the podcast any more than I have to, but I just want to, I want to pop on that real quick. Apple is like super invested in like cloud technology with their iCloud. And like, that's where like tech is shifting for like the next yeah, 20 years to not getting more people in, but to get the same number of people to do more things. So I think they're not only, kind of looking at peak Apple. They're preparing for not only that they're, they're in like the autonomous car industry, like heavy now. Yeah. Um, like they're fighting Google for that. Yeah. Like they're dropping their own cars soon, I think. So here's my, here's my last little thing I'll say about Apple. I think if they already don't have it, because I don't keep up on Apple hardcore, they need to make, a poor man's version of each phone and make it inferior to the nice one. Uh, iPhone XR this year. Is the XR uh, inferior? I thought it was. I could not tell. It, Usually when they add It's not really inferior, but you're frowned upon if you have one, I feel like. Like, yeah. I can't be talking because I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a phone newer than that, so I'm not really talking. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, once they start getting into that poor man's version, like, What's really been driving them in like China and places like that is like the iPhone is just like what you get if you're rich, like to those people out there. So to be making that kind of like detract from their brand, which I feel like is why they've never made something that's like really cheap. So I feel like peak Apple is where they start getting desperate and making uh, a cheaper phone. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Probably going to wrap it up there then if everybody's ready to. Yeah, right. probably cut me off at this point. I've talked way too much. <laughs> I think we all have. I have. A, I had a cup of water here that was full when we started, and it's been empty for about. I did not. I didn't take your advice, and I'm extremely thirsty now. Yeah, I did it last week with Cooper, and my throat felt like the Sahara, and I yeah, was done. Feels, feels like I just got a bunch of sand shoved down my throat. Um, yeah. So with this last little goodbyes, uh, I will say, hope your shower went well, Patrick. Hopefully we can get you on next time. Uh, yeah, have a have a good family Christmas. <laughs> have a good family Christmas <laughs> yeah. in January. I'll I'll be celebrating. I'm act, I'm actually combining Valentine's Day and Christmas next year. <laughs> celebrating. I'm celebrating it in like mid to late January. Give it ten years. Yeah. Give it ten years. This is going to be one holiday: St. Patty's Day, President's Day, Valentine's Day, and Christmas. Don't forget Martin Luther King, day. Dylan, and MLK Day. My bad. And Boxing Day. <laughs> the most important of them all uh, alright well that's going to conclude episode 3 of Moiba you know Mrs. Obama it's been an honor um, remember yep. send us tweets saying Cheez-Its are good or quoting the commercial and also give us an idea of who we should have on here if you want to be on here send us a tweet and please be interesting other than that um, I think that's going to do it everybody you can say your goodbyes Oh, see you guys. We apologize for the for the uh, subpar quality this time, but yeah, it's all right. We it happens. Right. We're we're new at this. Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. If anyone's listening at this point, oh, trust me, they aren't. Stop! You got to put that. You got to stop putting that negative energy out there. There are millions right now listening to this. Yeah, not not according to the anchor analytics, but under the table, under the table, <laughs> offline listeners, <laughs> <laughs> downloads. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, All right. thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, uh, we don't know when the next episode will be, but stay tuned. Uh, follow me on Instagram, BushDylan7, for updates. Uh, other than that, hope you have a very Obama-y day or, and or night. <laughs>